and welcome to I Read a Book Once. My name is Emma, and this is a podcast where I talk about books. First, I just want to say happy Halloween to everybody listening, even if you're listening months or even years from now. Happy Halloween to you. Today is the third part, the final part in my Harley Merlin Halloween special. I'm really excited to uh, share my thoughts on the final three books with you guys. And if you've listened to all the parts, thank you for sticking it out and listening to everything. I know that it was long and lengthy between these three episodes, but I thought it was a good time. Did you think it was a good time? Let me know. And without any further ado, let's get into the final three books. So now we're going to move on to book seven, which I have lots of thoughts on, which is Harley Merlin and the Detector Fix. So throughout all this, they've had a new doctor guy named Krieger. Um, He's German, so maybe that's not how you say his name. And I haven't mentioned him before because he's kind of been irrelevant, but throughout this whole thing, he's been working on a magical detector. So basically, you'd be able to point it at somebody and it would tell you who they are, if they're magical, what sort of powers they have, whatever. And so Jacob has been working with him on it because he's got his sensate ability. And so they use part of Jacob's sensate ability to put in the detector to make it work, right? So the two of them are working on it. The other point of view we have in this book is Jacob. At the beginning of this book, China gets stolen from the bestiary Or maybe she gets stolen in the sixth book. I don't remember, but she gets stolen. And so Catherine has her and is ready to do the fourth ritual. So they're trying to figure out like how they can get to her or whatever. Oh, oh, I forgot. Okay, so at the very end of the sixth book, they get back and basically Levi's like, you broke Finch out of jail. Like you're, I'm putting you guys in purgatory. Like he basically exiles them from the SDC. And so Harley is on the run with Finch and originally Jacob. They, Jacob portals them out of there into the Smith's house. So then they have to like try and explain quickly to her foster sister what's going on, like whatever, because they saw them portal into the middle of the backyard basically and whatever. And so then Harley and Finch are running away because they can't get caught and thrown into jail. And Wade ends up finding them and they all know that they have to go get them they have to go steal the Merlin Grimoire because they found out that the Merlin Grimoire is dedicated to taking down Catherine and is full of spells on how to defeat her. So they're like, okay, cool, we need to go get it. So they're trying to come up with a plan. So they send Jacob back to the SDC and they make him pretend that he was acting under duress so he's allowed to stay. Um he's not allowed to leave though because he's kind of under watch by Levi, who I still hate. He still sucks. And then Jacob goes out. So the SEC is hosted inside of this like science and industry museum, basically. So he goes out and he sees this human girl who he thinks is really cute. And then he sees her get taken by Nyma. So he portals and follows them and ends up seeing Catherine complete the fourth ritual. And Catherine's basically like, give yourself up for this girl, blah, blah, blah. But Jacob's dad used to be a cult member and ended up dying in this other world and if you die there you never get to leave so Jacob's dad ends up helping Jacob save the girl so they can escape and her name is Suri and they she is housed in the infirmary and they're hiding her from Levi and whatever and also what's going on is that all the security magicals are pretending that China was never stolen and nothing is wrong so they're like Levi is manipulating people blah 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 he's like what's going on he's so incompetent so they're trying to figure that out 
So then Jacob basically ends up developing feelings for this human girl and is like, no, I don't want to wipe her mind and send her back. We should keep her or whatever. And they're working on fixing the detector. And that's what's going on with Jacob. So then we hop back over to Harley and Wade. And so Wade joins them and also they have Garrett join them. And I'm just like, ugh, I'm over you, Garrett. I don't care about you. And so, but then you have Finch and Garrett kind of like, it's weird because they used to be best friends, but Garrett didn't know anything about Finch being evil. So he was blindsided by that. And so then they go and they get help from Remington, who is a mage council member who helps them figure out how to sneak into the New York coven. And they go in there, and the only way they can get in is by answering the chains of truth, ask them a really tough question. They have to answer the truth to, like, go in this back way. And also, like, as this is going on, Wade has started to, like, snap at Harley and be mean. And you're just like, what is, what is Wade's problem? Like, what is going on here? It's so bizarre, and it was making me really dislike this book. Because remember, I said book seven was the other book I didn't like as much. And so then they end up, doing it they're like being asked questions by the chains of truth and finch is like i can't do it he tries and he fails and he's like you have to go without me and harley is asked about if she would sacrifice all her friends to defeat Catherine, and she ends up saying yes but she feels really bad about that so remember that for book eight so they go in and they get to the grimoire and then wade attacks Harley and almost kills her and the only reason they're able to take him off is because Finch ends up following after them he did end up answering the chains of truth and he comes and he helps Garrett pull Wade off and they go they portal themselves back or they use the magic chalk to get back to the SDC and this was the most heartbreaking scene of Well, there was actually one scene that was more heartbreaking in the ninth book that I will get to that I was surprised that it hit me so hard, but whatever. And so they go back and wait. They had knocked Wade out to get him back there and he wakes up and he like runs after Harley again and tries to like kill her, but they're like holding her back. And this is told in Jacob's perspective and Harley like turns around into Finch's chest and is just sobbing and is like, what is wrong with him? Like, what's going on because I'm pretty sure they told each other they loved each other in the sixth book at some point like at the end or something I don't really remember but she's like heartbroken it was really sad and then Imogene ends up being there for some reason oh you know what at some point I don't remember how this happens but some point in the seventh book Levi gets knocked out like some like I don't know what happened so he's in a coma so they convince Imogene to become the new temporary director of the SDC even though she's already the director of the LA Coven and she's on the Mage Council but whatever they convince her and so she's there and she ends up taking Harley aside and it's like oh he's hexed whatever and then figures out that the Normally this hex, if you have something on you that is hex that causes it, and it turns great love to great hate, and it turns out it was this pendant that Harley had, and oh, guess who actually ended up having gave that to her? It was Imogene. Yeah, so that's not suspicious, but I wasn't suspicious at this point. The only reason I'm acting like that is because then it's revealed, like, just a little at the end of the book, when Krieger and um, Jacob like finish the detector they're testing it out 
and they point it at Imogene and guess who she is? She's Catherine. She's been Catherine the entire time. My jaw just dropped their mentor like figure that they've been like telling everything to all their like everything that they're trying to do. They run everything past her basically has been Catherine the entire time. Jaw dropping shock. She ends up killing Isadora. Turns out Suri was actually working for Catherine and was a mole who told Catherine when the detector was ready, which I was not surprised by because she was acting shady during the book. So Catherine kills Siri. She kills Isadora. She puts Jacob in a coma so he can't tell anybody what happens and then just pretends like Catherine was just here and I wasn't fast enough to get her basically. And that's how the seventh book ends. Wow. Wow. I'm still, I still like can't believe that Imogene was Catherine and Catherine was Imogene this whole time. And again, this just goes along with the you can't trust adults vibe that we got in book five because they've trusted Imogene this entire time and she was literally Catherine. It was shocking. It was shocking. Why did I like book seven? I didn't like book seven because Wade was mean and then tried to kill Harley. And like the thing is you don't realize he's under a curse until 200 pages into like a 350 page book basically. So the majority of the book he's like acting so rude. And so I was so frustrated by it. But then once I found out he was under a curse, it was okay. Plus we got the fabulous scene of Harley being heartbroken. It was just so touching. They were able to fix him. So it was okay and they were reunited and whatever. And so yeah, that happened that happened in book seven. Did I have anything else to talk about in book seven? I don't know, man. I was, I'm just still shocked that, about that whole thing. It was very, very shocking about Imogene. And guess what? We've now down to two books left. We're on to book eight, Harley Merlin and the Challenge of Chaos. And so guess who? the second point of view is in this book it's Catherine before we even get into what happens in this plot let's just talk about that did I enjoy Catherine as the other point of view no no I did not I did not enjoy being inside her head I did not enjoy literally anything about her she was a horrible horrible person and like even my dad asked me about this book series and was like why is Catherine evil I don't even know like even being inside her head, the whole thing is just like, I want power. People were mean to me when I was young and they didn't think I was powerful. And the guy that I fell in love with left me for my tw- my twin sister. And so I'm now going to have so much power and I'm going to rule everything. That was basically her motivation. I didn't enjoy that I had to be in her head. But I was in her head for part of this book. And so book eight is that Harley now she has the grimoire but she can't read it it's all in gibberish so she needs to do this unlocking spell and the only way to do it is if her parents also do the spell with her but you know they're dead so she ends up convincing Alton she's like is there any way to bring somebody who's legit dead back even for a little bit and he's like yes but it's very dangerous and very illegal so they need a second necromancer to do it and Kat they tell Kat So Harley's like, don't tell anybody because, oh, also Harley's heartbroken about her aunt being dead, as one would be. And so she's like very upset, whatever. And she's like also low-key, not super 
she's not trusting people so she doesn't tell Imogene what they're up to basically anymore she just doesn't trust anybody she basically what happens in book eight which is my least favorite part of it is that Harley's like I said in book seven that I would sacrifice my friends I don't want to so I have to do this by myself and we all know you can't defeat the bad guy by yourself you gotta rely on your team and so obviously Harley's bound to fail. And the thing is, they're down to the wire. Catherine only has one more ritual to complete. And that ritual is to kill 12 children who have very unique magical talents. She needs to take all their chaos magic out of them and put it into herself. And so she's those are the stolen magical kids. Remember when I told you about them? What I didn't tell you is that they end up finding them at some point in either book three or four and then they get put in the LA coven for security which oh lo and behold Catherine is in charge of that coven as Imogene and then they get stolen at the end of book seven or at some point during book eight I don't really remember so yeah so Catherine Elton tells Catherine about their plan to resurrect and Catherine has this man named Davin who is a necromancer and is probably the most powerful necromancer but he is low-key very like he's morally gray right so he ends up being like Catherine never gets with Davin but they have some weird romantic thing going on and so Catherine is like you need to do this and then like get me the grimoire or whatever I don't know so she like gets Davin to like go help them and like pretend which again don't trust adults because they trust Davin and he sucks but whatever and so they do this whole thing and then before they go to do that they've been looking for Nama which remembers Catherine's like purge beast who's also her right hand lady tiger beast thing and they're looking for her to try and find the missing magical children they end up finding her in Montana and Harley kills her and then leaves Wade stranded in Montana so that because Harley is like I'm gonna do this spell to read the grimoire and then I'm gonna kill Catherine and I don't want my friends to be there so they don't get hurt or anything like that and so she leaves him there she goes to this place in France and they do the spell with her parents and they bring him back and she talks to them blah 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 this is like the millionth time Harley talks to her dead parents I was just kind of over it at this point because we got Harley talking to her dead mom's spirit in book six and she like has these memories of her dad from like a dream catcher thing like all this different stuff I was just kind of over it at this point but whatever And so they do that and Alton like is not doing well and he purges something that like tries to kill Harley but Finch followed her there somehow and they trap it and whatever and then they leave. I don't remember exactly how this ends up happening but they make it back to the SDC and they end up finding out that Imogene is Catherine and they and Catherine takes Harley's body or takes Harley to this other world place and we also find out before this that Levi also has a Dijin so it apparently runs in the family because while he was in the coma the her, his Dijin Dijin genie thing is named Zalam and he comes out and talks to them or whatever so they find that out so Catherine takes Harley and does the last ritual kills like takes all the chaos from the children and only ends up killing the one who was one of their friends and then it's trying to torture Harley so the reason why Catherine needs Harley 
alive this whole time is because she's going to inhabit Harley's body because once you ascend and become a child of chaos you lose your like corporeal form and you can't leave your otherworldly place so she needs Harley to read a spell in the grimoire that allows her to take over her body so yes that's why so Catherine d finishes the ritual and then she has to kill a child of chaos and she decides to kill Gaia J yeah I don't know you know so here's the thing throughout this whole thing there's a weird amount of Greek mythology like it's not Greek mythology but there's all these different Greek mythology characters in there like so I don't know that was really weird that's a weird part of this book series so she kills her and takes her spot as a child of chaos and then is torturing Harley but at the last minute before Harley's like completely broken down Alton had resurrected Isadora, who, remember, was a portal opener because Jacob is still in a coma and uses her to open up portals and a bunch of different allies come in and they, um, all of Catherine's cultists are there and, like, it's revealed, like, the new president is part of Catherine's cult and all these other people and characters that we've seen in the past books and they fight them and they end up getting Harley and they just get out with the grimoire and whatever but they end up leaving Wade's parents behind and Remington and a couple other people and so um they're left there and Catherine's body starts is starting to crumble because Harley's escaped and that is book eight I need to take a moment to pause here because oh my god I've been talking for so long okay I'm back I had a drink of water I looked at my email we're good to go this book might have been my third least favorite book and that's mostly because throughout it Harley was all like I can do this by myself I don't want to involve my friends and if she had just involved her friends I'm not saying they would have beat Catherine because I don't think they would have but you know some things might have gone different it could have gone better mayhaps and so I really was like Harley this attitude that you have needs to end we need to get over yourself and I know you don't want to sacrifice your friends and you don't want them to die or anybody else to die. I feel that. I've felt these deaths that you've also had to deal with but also you can't do this by yourself and so I got very frustrated with her throughout that and I kind of talked about some of my opinions while I was explaining it like the whole Catherine point of view was not very enjoyable whatever and also the other thing in book eight is that Harley starts to be a little like dark like when she kills Naima like very much just like I don't know there's not a lot of sympathy which she sucks like she deserved to die right but you kind of see Harley start to delve a little bit into the darkness which is something that we explore a little bit more in the last book and just kind of it's interesting to then see her be in this moral gray area when she's supposed to be the big kind of savior character and I think that's something that a lot of books do and I didn't necessarily mind it here in other books I hate it because it's like trying to be so edgy like oh I'm morally gray I'm oh am I being like dark you know and I just am not about it but here I didn't mind it so much it kind of made sense like it didn't bother me like it normally does and uh, let's see I, I don't know if I have anything else really to say about book eight yeah I don't know let's like let's do the grand finale let's talk about book nine Harley Merlin in the mortal pact Ooh, so oh my god I forgot about the very ending of book eight so the place they escape to is Santana's family cabin in Mexico and Harley purges 
this weird black mist thing and they're just like what the heck and then Catherine takes all of their magic away she takes the magic away from everybody who isn't a cult member wow so now how are they going to be Catherine in book nine with no magic let's find out so the book starts off you know they're all reeling whatever Jacob is finally awake so they know what happened but he's too weak to actually be part of this book he's really not in it at all and so Harley's purge beast then like goes out on this lake next to the cabin and it like pulsing and doing weird things but they don't really know what's going on with it and they figure out a game plan their game plan is they're going to get hermetic batteries which are basically you fill it with other people's chaos energy and then you're able to use they they would have magic although it would be limited and it would only last for a little bit of time so they're going to go visit Finch's friend Kenzie who deals in like the black market goods basically she can get them whatever and then from there they have to read this final spell like Harley's found one last spell in the grimoire that is meant to be used after everything that happens so they go to Kenzie's and they find they get the stuff whatever they find out that she has this power where she can put her consciousness in animals so she can see what's going on and she had done that and then she was doing that when the no more magic thing happened so her body's just laying in her apartment and so then they go to New Orleans because they have to talk to the voodoo queen again. I honestly, which is so funny because I just read this book this week. I don't remember why they go there. I really don't remember why they go there. Oh, they go there because I think maybe she can give them the like pow- like chaos to put in those because they don't have any themselves, right? So then they go there and they get confronted by Davin oh and I forgot okay so this book is told in the point of views of Harley Finch and Catherine so we don't have new characters we have old characters doing the point of view again really enjoyed Finch's point of view really disliked Catherine's point of view but it was kind of minor basically the whole thing with Catherine is she's sending people out to try and find Harley and her body is disintegrating so she's running out of time to get Harley to do the spell and so they go there Davin comes with a bunch of cultists and they almost get beat and die but Marie, who is the voodoo queen, comes out and like kind of kills all of them. And so then they go in there. She tells them basically more information they need to know to do the last spell. So Harley figures out she it's not one spell because the one spell is incomplete. It's these three different spells you do together. So she figures that out and they decide. And they're like, okay, so now we have all the batteries and we need to figure out who to get the chaos from and they get a she gets a phone call and it's from Davin because apparently he's found a way to resurrect himself after he dies and so he's alive again and he's captured Harley's adopted family the Smiths and is like if you want to see them alive you need to meet me at this hotel at midnight so Harley and her friends before they go there they go and find Tobe who's the beast master because he's escaped with some of the different purge beasts and they find him they partner up and then they all say, okay, Harley, we'll go with you and we're going to save the, your family. And so then they go and they end up using Davin to power their batteries. So they end up beating him and they, you know, they're talking because he hasn't pledged himself to Catherine. He's kind of been on the fence, but helping her, but not fully tied to her. And then Harley kills her in a, re- or Harley kills Davin in this really grotesque way, which again is like that dark Harley vibe which was 
interesting. But they get the batteries full and they have to go to Stonehenge because Stonehenge is where, so the final spell is to summon two different children of chaos and she has to make a deal with Erebus and um, if she, or I don't know how to say his name, she has to make a deal with him and then he will go in her body and he will kill Catherine, basically is what will happen. So Catherine's trying to use just the go in the body spell and have Harley say Catherine instead of Erebus, basically. And so they go there and they start the spell and whatever and then Catherine shows up and Davin has resurrected again and he's there and like all these cultists are there. There's this big, huge fight and so then Harley's literally getting her butt handed to her. Like she's basically almost dead and she calls upon and uses more chaos than, chaos than she should be but she can't complete the spell and the whole reason why it needs to be Harley's body is because she comes from two ancient bloodlines so she's powerful enough to, powerful enough to do it so Finch figures out I have the same bloodlines can I do it and so he finishes the spell for her and he makes a deal with Erebus and the deal is that he will basically be his servant to do random little things for him for an indefinite period of time until he until Erebus decides that he's done right and Finch makes a deal because if he doesn't his sister will die and all of them will die and so he makes a deal and the whole thing before is that only Harley could read the grimoire nobody else could read it but because Finch had become good and cared about other people and was making amends and was doing the right thing he could now read it so oh that character growth is completed except it's not because the next nine book series is about Finch and him doing the task for Erebus so we'll have to see what those are about I already have the first four books at my house courtesy of Bobby so we'll get to those one day when that day will be I do not know anyways so then turns out Catherine put a suppressor in Finch so he is basically almost as powerful as Harley so Erebus goes in his body breaks the suppressor and then kills Catherine. Harley literally almost dies. Like she would have died. Like she's like, Wade, I'm dying. And then Wade is crying and I'm like, oh my God. And she's like, I'm about to die. And Erebus is like, no, I like you too much for you to die. So he heals her. But when Finch went to finish the spell, Garrett is killed by a cult member. I don't remember which one. So Garrett's dead and Alton is about to die. And he says, Astrid, let me do this one last thing for you. I will resurrect Garrett and bring back the rest of your soul by using these special things that we use to resurrect Harley's parents. And Because I, my days are numbered, like I'm going to die. And Astrid's like, don't do it, dad. But then he does it. And it's really, that was really sad. Like that was the, probably the most touching, heartbreaking scene. I was like tearing up a little bit, which like you're probably surprised about because I've already said about my feelings for these characters. but you know, it was really, it was really touching. It was really heartbreaking. And so he resurrects them and then dies, which was upsetting. And then we now have to figure out, um, none of them have their magic back yet. So they're like, we have to, and the cultists have kicked everybody out of the covens and taken them over. So they have to like round them all up and figure out what they're going to do. So they go back to Mexico and Harley, while they were gone, Astrid had when they were doing the first part of the whole thing, Astrid had been there and she was like, called them. It's like, Harley, your purge beast is doing weird things. It's like making different plants and animals grow and show up and stuff. And I was like, the purge is Gaia. She purged Gaia. And I was correct. 
and I feel so smart, so smart that I figured it out, but, so basically, Gaia comes back, and it's like, what up, you purged me, yes, she's able to become a child of chaos again, and gives them all their magic back, which rocks, and then the last chapter is basically sort of an epilogue, like a month later, about how, like, they fixed their worlds, and, like, this other stuff that's going on, and whatever, and just, at the very, the very thing, last thing that happens is Harley gets her dad's name cleared, which is really nice because it's something she'd been striving to do the whole time. And that was the Harley Merlin series. Book nine was really good. One thing I want to say is that final fight scene happened like literally in the middle of the book and ended, when it ended, there were 60 pages left, which I was shocked about because I was like, you've killed Catherine and there are 60 pages left in which there's things that happen and normally you know when you read a, like a more when you read a book the climax normally comes in the last 20 or 30 pages not in the last there's 60 pages left so that was really surprising but it ended up working out really well because there was a lot of things that still needed to be resolved and stuff like that so I didn't end up minding it I just thought it was really interesting and it was something that I noticed when I was reading this book that the final fight came so early what else? One other thing is I mentioned how Wade had an accent and how I never remembered that he had one. But then in this book, every single character who had an accent, so like Tatiana's parents who are Russian showed up and they, the way that the author like had them speaking was like she wrote the accent into how they spoke or the voodoo queen she had speak with an accent. And it was interesting. I didn't really enjoy that. I would have rather because she has them saying like, duh and like stuff like that instead of just saying like the and being like oh they spoke with a Russian accent or whatever it was really interesting I don't know how I feel about that or how I felt about it but it is what it is Finch becoming the hero at the end was really really great I really enjoyed that and then but I also liked that they then were like because Harley's been the hero this whole time, right? So it wasn't like, oh, Finch saves the day and we forget about Harley. It was like, Finch saves the day and he wouldn't have been able to do that without you, Harley, because you were the reason he switched sides. You were the reason he's good. You were the reason he was able to read the grimoire, like all this stuff. So it was really still, yes, go Harley. If you hadn't been a good person with compassion and empathy and like tried to make a true relationship with your brother, you never would have won but you did that so you could. And I just, it was really touching. I really, really enjoyed that message. And I'm definitely going to read the next nine books because I'm just kind of curious, like, okay, what's Finch's story going to be now? But I'm so happy that there was the happy ending. Very happy that Harley and Wade are in love and are together. And Chef's Kiss, it was fabulous. I love them. I wish them happiness in the future. And uh, that they don't get cursed to try and kill each other ever again. Because that was very upsetting. And I really did not like it. So that was the Harley Merlin book series by Bella Forrest. There was a lot of plot summary in this. But I feel like I did a decent job of kind of telling you my opinions and what's going on. Would I recommend this series? Yes, I would. With the caveat of... Some things are going to frustrate you. It's really long. You have to love the characters to kind of finish and keep going. But, you know, I think it was worth it. I did enjoy it. And I am glad that I read this series. So thank you, Bobby, for sending this to me. I had a great time reading this. It's taken up past 
four-ish months of my life and will take up more months of my life later when I start the next series. I want to say a big thank you to everyone who listened to all three parts of this. I had recorded all of this in one go and so by the later episodes and the later times it sounds like I'm sick but really my voice is just hoarse because I talked for almost two hours straight which is why I obviously had to break this all up. And I hope that you had a nice time and enjoyed this as much as I did. Although editing these three separate episodes took me so very long. So I hope that you enjoy all of that work that I put in there and putting out into the universe for you. Make sure you follow my Instagram at I read a book once blog or go check out my website I read a book once blog.com to see fun little blog posts about the books that I've read and other cool sort of things. So I just want to say before I sign off, happy Halloween. Let me know how your Halloween goes. Let me know if you like this book series, if you've ever read it. Let me know what you thought about the special three-part series. My name was Emma, this was I Read a Book Once, and I'll catch you next time. (laughs) 